If you're trying to trade earnings and you don't know what to do, you definitely need to watch this. What's good, son? It's your boy, Eon, and you already know me. This is Forever Slow Stroke in the Podcast, episode 90. Thank you all for tuning in. And today we're going to be talking about how to trade earnings, and I'm giving you some deep insight into what earnings is, son. So first, let's talk about it, right, son? Um, because earnings week is this week, well, earnings week is, you know, every week for some stock, but this this month we have a lot of great earnings coming up. So what is earnings, right? Earnings is when a company announces their progress or performance within a given quarter, right, son? In addition, companies are expected to give insight on how they will continue to perform, whether it's well or not well, right, which is called forward guidance. Forward guidance is very important for an earnings um, call, right? So they'll call, they'll talk about what they did, the numbers they produced, um, say if they hit the goal or if they missed the goal, and then they'll talk about what they plan to do in the future, right, which is called forward guidance. And forward guidance is important because it helps investors to determine if they'll continue to leave their money in the reporting company or transfer it somewhere else, right, whether it's um, a stock, whether it's a commodity, whatever, any other security, they'll determine if they should leave it here or transfer that security to another security, right? <clears throat> so the first thing that you want to pay attention to when looking at earnings is the implied options move because most people trade options um, on earnings, right? And today is particularly particularly geared towards, you know, um, earnings. Well, particularly geared towards trading options with earnings, right, son? So you want to look at the implied options move, which relates to the implied volatility. You will see it abbreviated as IV. And the implied move is the anticipated or expected move in the price of the security that's um, reporting or that's being traded, right? So the implied move typically, well, should always be um, given as a percentage, right? It's the stock, plot, uh, stock price times the implied move divided by 100 equals the dollar amount of the move, right? So let's say we're looking at Lockheed Martin. Well, let's actually go through and look at Lockheed Martin, which reports, you know, tomorrow, right? So, well, not tomorrow, on Tuesday. So I found this um, site, Market Chameleon. So we're going to go through, type Lockheed Martin. We see that Lockheed Martin um, has an earnings movement of about 3.3%, right? Predicted 3.3, actual 3.2. So we're just going to call it 3% to be on the safe side, right? And you could do this with any stock. You could go through and let's say we're doing Netflix, right? <laughs> That's not Netflix. Let's say we're doing Netflix and Netflix reports this week as well. So let's pull up Netflix here. And now we have Netflix going, right? So Netflix says, okay, we typically move from 7.8%, um, but the actual move is about 7.1%, right? So we could type in 7.1 or we could type in 7.5. But I'm going to go ahead and um, move on with, uh, let's say, Lockheed Martin, right? So if Lockheed Martin right now is sitting at, let me get my calculator out, <laughs> you know me. All right, let's say Lockheed Martin right now is sitting at, what is this, 467, right? So you want to do 467 times 3. Well, you it's in the percentage, so you want to say 467 times 0 .03, right? 
you do that calculation and you get 14.01. So, $14.01. Let's say Lockheed Martin actually moves. Mind you, I have to tell you this, right? The dollar amount for the implied move is plus and minus, right? So, it's either whether it's up um, by the implied move or down by the implied move. In our case, our implied move as a dollar amount is $14.01. So whether Lockheed Martin moves up $14.01 or down $14.01, we will not see a difference, right? And I'll tell you why. So if the stock price at earnings remains within that dollar limit for the implied move, nine times out of ten, son, you're going to get clapped, right? Your option contracts are not going to work out well, especially if you have a, um, a weekly expiration, right? So what I'm saying is you will get hit by um, an IV crush. It's called an implied volatility crush. And that happens whenever the stock price is within the range of the implied move because it's not doing anything un unanticipated, right? This is a move that's predicted, right? We're expecting this move. So say, you know, you got to work 9 o'clock in the morning you go to work, there's nothing unusual. Nobody's going to clap for you because this is just something that's expected, right? You you typically go to work on Monday at 9 a.m. So it's nothing, you know, out of the ordinary. But let's say if this stock Lockheed Martin reports earnings and goes up $20, right? You probably will not get um, clapped with the IV crush, right? You will probably make a lot of money on your options contracts if you're betting on the stock going up. Um, and I'll actually uh, talk about that in a second. But let's go ahead and move forward and look at some, um, some you know, options that you can possibly do with this in mind, right? So if you're, you know, anticipating a stock not really moving much and you're like, look, I don't think this stock is going to move well after earnings. Um, you know, things have been flat. So we're going to go with the flat option, right? Or things like maybe bullish, but I'm not 100% sure. The best thing to do is to get a credit, right? You want to get credited, you know. So let's look at these two credit spreads that I think are valid, right? And this is good for people who don't necessarily have too much money in their account, but they also want to hedge their losses and, um, and you know, still make good money. So if you want to um, play the market down, you would probably look at a bear call spread, right? And this is utilized when a stock's price is expected to move in a bearish direction or a negative direction. And you, you know, you exercise or you um, execute this uh, strategy by doing a buy on a call that has a higher strike than the call that's being sold. So you're going to you're going to do two option transactions. So you're going to buy a call. And then you're going to sell a call. Let's just pull Lockheed Martin, right? So Lockheed Martin is at $467 right now, right? So we're going to do this. So that's the stock price. We're going to multiply that by the implied move, which we'll just say 3%. So 0 0.03, um, point, yeah, 0 0.03 divided by 100. And, well, no need to divide it by 100 because we divided the 3% by 100. That's how we get 0 0.03. But... Lockheed Martin is giving us $14.01. That's how much we can anticipate Lockheed Martin moving when they report their earnings. So, if a stock 
at earnings remains within the dollar amount limit, there's a high possibility that the contracts in that range will get clapped, right? Or um, when I say clapped, I mean lose value. So there's a high possibility that that contract will lose value. Remember when I was talking to you about you going to work on Monday? So the reason being is because you aren't doing anything special. The stock isn't doing anything out of the ordinary, right? So the price of the option will be baked in, right? The prices, the options are already priced for this move to happen. And if the move happens and it, you know, is exactly that, it will happen to be a IV crush, right? The IV crush is when the contracts, you know, lose a lot of value because the premium couldn't keep up with the actual stock price. So now if we do break above, you know, this $14, let's say it moves $20, then you will see a lot of profit in your bullish um, option strategies, right? So I think that's something very important to pay attention to. So during this, I think it's best to get a credit, son. It's best to get credit when you're trading like this. If you are anticipating a bullish move or a bearish move, it's best to play for credit because that way, you know, you're paid up front and eh, you're taking some risk off the table if the price doesn't break beyond that um, anticipated move. So you could do a bullish or bearish play. I have two of them set up for you right here, right? These are credit spreads, right? Credit spreads help you to lower your risk on the downside. And also, you know, you don't have to put up too much money, right? So with a credit spread, you can do a bear call spread, right? This is utilized when the stock price isn't expected to move in a bearish direction. You could buy a call with the higher strike price than the call being sold. Or, and, no, well, not or, but that's how you execute, right? You would go through, you would go on Robinhood, TD, or whatever. You would buy a call with the strike price that's high, and then you would sell a call with the strike price that's lower than the price that you bought, right? And then it will give you a credit. You can put a limit in for the credit if you like, or you do a market um, order. I prefer, I personally would prefer people to do limit orders because the market order son, they really be taking your bread and it's not valid. So number two is a bull put spread, right? So this is a bullish strategy. So the spread is utilized when the price is expected, when the stock price is expected to move in a bullish direction, right? And the way you execute this is you will buy a put with the strike price lower than the put being sold. So you will go through on your trading platform, you will buy a put, with the low strike price, and then you would sell a put with the higher strike price, right? And that will give you um, a setup for a bullish move. And that's how you play that joint, right, son? So I want to go back and talk about Lockheed Martin, as well as some other picks that I will have for this week, son. So Lockheed Martin, you know we've been having a lot of stuff going on with the, the war in Ukraine and Russia, still praying for them, son. So all that is really adding up, son. So basically what you could say is, well... I see that a lot of defense companies were being contracted around this time and business has been booming for them, right? Same with fuel stocks, right? So I think business has been booming for them. So I'm looking at Raytheon and Lockheed Martin. Even if their numbers aren't that great, I still think they could give a really good forward guidance. So I'm going to go ahead and play the bull side. That's my personal thought towards these stocks. I think that Lockheed Martin, Raytheon, these defense companies 
will be bullish, right? Honeywell as well, right? It's a lot of defense companies out here. I think these stocks will be bullish um, in earnings seasons because of all that's going on with the war, right? You got to you gotta contract these things, right? So a lot of money to be made there. In addition, you have Netflix, Tesla, what else? Snap, AT&T, not much of a mover, but it's reporting, right? A lot of companies are reporting. Um, in addition to Bank of America and I think, um, hmm, let me see. Oh, Charles Schwab. Yeah. So me personally, my other picks would be Netflix. I don't know how much Netflix is going to move, but they typically always surprise. And Snap. Snap always surprises on. I think Snap has been getting beat down and Snap has been building their overall, what is this called? Like advertisement. So Snap ads has been you know going up crazy um in addition to that you have tesla elon musk doing a whole bunch of stuff with twitter and it's been getting tesla's attention you know they have the um the new play um model x and model s and i think that joint has been selling crazy son um especially with the whole ev market going up due to the fact that um, gas has been going up so wildly and there are a lot of plays, but if I was to pick, I would primarily focus on the Lockheed Martin. I would focus on the Tesla, and I will focus on the Snap. If I'm playing Tesla, I'm going to do spread, right? I'm going to do either a call spread, or I might do a, yeah, I'll probably do a call spread, right? Something to the point where I probably won't collect the credit, but I'll pay a debit because I'm anticipating the price going up. And people and Tesla has a lot of volume, so people do play Tesla a lot. So something that I'd be looking at personally, right? So and then Snap, I would just get into some Snap calls, and also I would look at you know the implied move and hedge that position with Snap puts, right? So if I catch Snap, you know, running up a lot, then I'll go ahead and hop into some call. I mean, some puts, but. When I see Snap pull back, you know, throughout the week prior to their earnings, I'll go ahead and jump into some calls, right? So that way I'll have a, a decent position to be set in place for when the stock actually um, reports their numbers. And if their numbers are bad, then cool. I can still have profit to take off of the calls and and then the puts will, will start to make more money. But if the if the you know numbers are are good, then I'll have some money, some profit to take from the puts. And the calls will continue to make money, right? And if nothing happens, then I just break even or, you know, I cut the loss or take the profit for both of the positions. So I think that's valid, son. There are a lot of companies coming up, son. And then next week you have Microsoft, UPS, Google, Visa, Ford, Facebook, Apple. It's like all of the tech stocks, Roku, Nokia. It's a whole bunch of them, right, coming up going hard, son. It's crazy, son. But... I'm going to keep y'all in tune with all of what I'm doing, son. Stay tuned to the morning market conversations that happen Monday through Friday, son. I do post them on YouTube, Instagram, what else? Twitter, Snapchat. I try to post them everywhere so that everybody can have access to them, son. And that's just my breakdown of what I anticipate will happen in the market that day. So, and just to give you some more guidance, right? But look, this is Forever Slip Talking the Podcast. And it's your boy Eon. Just here to give you guidance and perspective. If you need me, just hit me. But for now, I gotta go. Ooh.